We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, uh, Nick Sirianni a little early today. Here's the Eagles head coach. All so well. Um, but, you know, that's what you want from your receivers to want to have have the football. There's part, part of the reason why... Uh, receivers are good is because they want and crave the football. They want the ball to to change the game. Um, but you know, make no mistake about it. He was he was thrilled that we won the football game. Always wants to be involved, obviously, in the plan. He blocked his butt off. You could see, you know, you see how excited he was when him when he when he had that spring, he sprang that block for uh for uh Devontae's touchdown. So, you know, um but, you know, obviously he's obviously really excited and celebrating the locker room with all of us uh, after the win. We'll go to Dave and then Zach. Hey, Nick. Uh, with Jalen Hurts going into this game, 24 years old, an NFC championship game, that will be a lot for, for most young players, but it doesn't seem that way for him. Uh, where's your confidence level in, in his ability and uh, his poise in this moment? Yeah, I... You know, uh, no man suddenly becomes different than his cherished thoughts and habits, and 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 that's something that's a that's a line uh, Frank Reich used to always say to me um, that you know Jalen just because the moment's big doesn't mean and wh- what he means by that is just because the moment's big doesn't mean he's going to all of a sudden change who he who he's been for the past three years that he's been in, in Philadelphia, right? He's going to have that same demeanor. Um, it, you just don't all of a sudden change, right? Um, just because the situation changes and we, and we, we've made that, uh, that that's what we think as a, as a team. Um, and, and I know Jalen, that's just that he's going to be locked in and he's going to work and prepare every day to be ready for this game. Um, and he's going to be ready to go. I, I know that. Um, and, and just, you know, he's going to be that same calm, steady, um, steady person that he is each and every week. I, I just, he just does, you just don't automatically change. And so um, that's good. That's obviously a really important trait to have as your, as your leader, as your quarterback, um, somebody that doesn't ride the waves uh, of the season, doesn't ride the waves of a game. Uh, he stays steady and, and is truly in the moment of the next play. Go ahead, Zach, and then EJ. Hey, good afternoon, Nick. Asking about Brock Purdy. I know you're always, scouting late round quarterbacks and you guys have the connections to the Iowa state staff. What did you know about Purdy before he came across your screen this week? Um, just that he's a winner, um, you know, and that, that obviously I uh, always follow Iowa state um, in their program because I have so many uh, college teammates and roommates that coach there. And, um, and so that's always, that was always, I, I mean, since Matt became the head coach at Iowa State, I've always followed them and obviously stay in touch with Matt. Um, but you, you knew you saw what he did for that program, right? Uh, Matt's obviously a great head coach, but he got a great quarterback uh, in Brock Purdy, and and you saw what he did for that program um, and and all the things he did for, for you know. I checked the score; Purdy had an awesome game, um, and and they won again and. Uh, and that's what I notice, you know, with him that he's a winner. And and then, you know, obviously, when you're close with other coaches like that, and you, you have conversations back and forth. This is going back to when when Brock was at Iowa State. Like, hey, what are you guys doing? You know, we watched this on tape right here. This looked good. This and that. 
And so, and that, and that, and the common theme always from them is, Hey, we got a, a quarterback that can lead the way and, and find the right place to go with the football consistently. Um, who's just a, a playmaker. And, and so that's what I knew about him going into, you know, last year's draft process. Uh, obviously I followed him a lot just because of my relationship with the, with the coaches there. Go ahead, EJ and then Chris. Hey, Nick, uh, a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned that Jalen was really sore after the regular season finale. I guess, how did he come out of uh, this weekend's game, you know, compared to that? Yeah, we feel like he, he's, he's continuing to get better. I'll let him answer, you know, you know, how he feels, uh, you know, but we felt like he came out good. Um, and then he can answer how sore he is after this game, but played a good game. Um, we got through healthy, not only Jalen, but the, the rest of the team. And, uh, you know, it, yeah, so we're excited, obviously, about the health of our football team right now. Go ahead, Chris, and then John McMullen. Afternoon, Nick. Uh, what's the likelihood hey, that Chris. we'll see uh, Avante Maddox out there on practice during this week? And then secondly, real quick, how do you feel about the secondary's play, especially when it comes to C.J. Gardner-Johnson, uh, Reed Blankenship, and Marcus Ebsen, and what, how they played against the Giants? Yeah, um, first part of the question, we'll see. Um, we're hopeful. We're hopeful, but, you know, he's still got to get out there and, and run on the field and do drills. So it's not it's not it's not something that we know quite yet. Right. Because there's there's some unknown of, of some of the football movements that he, that he has to go out there and do. So we'll see. We'll have more 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 for you this week on that. Bob, you said I got more media obligations this week. I got more media obligations this week, so I'm going to be able to answer more questions. Um, the second part, Chris, yes. How did I feel like the uh, how did I feel like the secondary played? I felt like they played really well, um, and I think we've just been getting consistent play out of that entire group. Uh, obviously, a credit to Coach Gannon, uh, Coach uh, Denard Wilson's a great and, and DK really good, uh, really good DB coaches. I really think Coach Wilson. You know, I, I got a second to brag on Gannon after the game, and now let me brag on on Coach Denard. Um, you know, he's just a great leader of men and he's able to, to bring a group together. I, I look at coach, uh, Denard, like uh, a really good offensive line coach where you got to bring them all together. They all got to play as one. And, and, and that's a really important position to, to, to make sure you're, you're, you're doing this and Denard's really good at that. And so, and the guys are, and obviously we have really good players there with James and Slay and, and Reed and Marcus and, and CJ and, you know, and Avante and the depth Kayvon's play has given really meaningful reps this year, right? And so we've got, you know, a good depth there too. So a tribute to Howie of bringing all these guys in. But I thought they played an outstanding game, um, you know, just being around the ball and, and denying the football, um, you know, so and then making the tackles necessary. I thought we played physical, um, you know, and I think Chauncey's done a really nice job of stepping in the nickel position. Um, that that's so important like we that we have these guys that can play multiple spots right uh and 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 that really has helped us as we've gotten dinged a little bit you know with Avante of being able to move Chauncey in there and you have Josiah Scott that we trust as well um that, that's contributed on special teams and, and given us some meaningful reps as well and so you can't say enough about the coaching that they've gotten from from Denard and DK and then again just you know slays the leader back there um, you know, of, of, of just bringing the guys together as well. Uh, James has been a great addition. I go on and on about how, how good th this group has been. And I do believe that it's that iron sharpens iron, Chris, you know, like are, we're really good on the, on the, uh, in the secondary and we're really good at wide out and they've made each other better through the battles that they've won against, you know, that they've, they've done all year, similar to our old line D line, you know, you look at training camp, you, you take yourself back to training camp and the battles that, that Lane and Hassan had in training camp, right? And how much better they made each other. And so it's just, you know, when you have that, that's that, you know, that that competition and that and the and the depth and the players that we have, um, that's a great thing when they're when they're making each other better um mentally and physically. Go ahead, John, and then Jeff. Uh hi, Nick. Uh uh, curious as an offensive coach, uh, how much you paid attention to Kyle over the years. Obviously, he's got a reputation in this league when it comes to scheming and play calling. Curious how much you pay attention to other guys who are who are in that position and him specifically. Sure, you always you always are studying 
um, you know, good coaches, um, whether that is, you know, what makes them go as far as, you know, mentally or, you know, as far as their scheme or as just, as just a coach, um, you know, the relationships, all the, the other uh, stuff about coaching. And obviously with him, you know, he's always been, been, a been a guy that has, has a great reputation in the NFL and he has a great offensive coordinator, great offensive mind. And so of course you watch a lot of their tape. I remember watching it. Uh, you know, obviously I have close ties with Pierre Garcon and when Pierre played for him, I remember watching all his catches just be, you know, being a mountain guy. And I just, and maybe that was one of my first uh, t- times to really study uh, Kyle, Kyle's offense. And uh, I remember th- coming away very impressed, obviously with all the, the plays that Pierre made my fellow purple Raider, uh, but also the scheme of in which they were, that they were getting it with them. And then, you know, we've had, um, you know, I had Brian Hoyer as well, who also played for Kyle and played, you know, meaningful snaps for him in San Francisco. And I believe somewhere else too. I can't, I can't quite remember where, but I remember how much he, you know, and when you're, when you're with quarterbacks, you have, you have a lot of different conversations about schemes and, and all those different things. And I just remember how, how highly Brian Hoyer, Hoyer thought of, you know, uh, of, of Kyle. And, and I remember asking him questions, what Kyle do in this scenario or that scenario. And so just highly impressed with him as a football coach. Uh, I don't, I don't know him all that well, just to say hello. And, uh, you know, I've heard no, nothing but great things of him as a person as well. Um, but got a lot of respect for him as a football coach and all the success that he's had. Um, you know, he's been around the game his, his entire life. I, you know, and I, and I really, you know, obviously at a different level at Southwestern high school, I was, I was as well. And uh, so I just got, I know, I know some of the th- things that he probably had to go through growing up and, you know, we get exposed to a lot um, as coaches son. So um, yeah, I got a lot of respect for him and, uh, and uh, with him as, as a football coach. Go ahead, Jeff, and then Jimmy. Uh, Nick, looking at the uh, advanced numbers here of D'Amico Ryan's uh, defense, um, he bl- doesn't blitz much. Uh, he doesn't play a lot of man defense, uh, kind of sprinkles it up with his own coverages. Um, yeah, it sounds a little a lot in terms of, so, like, Gannon. So, <laughs> so it's the number one and number two ranked defenses in the NFL, and they don't blitz a lot. They don't play any man. Uh, okay. Just, just wanted to make sure I was yeah. that right. Happy yeah, Monday. Right. And then, so what are some other characteristics that, uh, that really define, uh, his scheme? I, I see one of the most impressive things about coaches that I see sometimes is, is, uh, is when their guys are just like selling out for them. Like, and I really see that with, uh, D'Amico Ryan's defense. Like I see his players, genuinely selling out and and you can see their interactions in the game right when you watch watch it on television like you see those guys playing really hard for them well why do why does a player play really hard for a coach well one i think one thing that happens is they really recognize that that coach cares about them as a person they really recognize that that coach is genuinely making them better so again, am I in there in meetings and hearing how D'Amico Ryan's is, is making guys better? No, but I see it that I, obviously that he is doing that and that these guys love to play for him. And so that speaks a lot to, to, you know, D'Amico coach, coach Ryan, because he's, you know, he's gotten the most, he's got obviously, and they got really good players, but he's gotten a lot out of those guys. And so I, it's no surprise um, to me that he, he's one of the hot head coaching candidates uh, coming up for this year. Uh, and I got a lot of respect for that. This is a well, this is a really well coached football team, a really well coached football team. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to be on our, our, our stuff this week. Go ahead, Jimmy. And then Martin. Hey, Nick, on the, uh, really good players point, what is your first impressions of their personnel? Um, I guess notably their linebackers, Fred Warner and, uh, Drake Greenlaw. And then not to do the two question thing, but we're also going to need an update on what your food of choice was for the uh, Niners Cowboys game. Little Caesars. Um, the uh, yeah, little little Caesars this time. Um, the as far as um, the players, as far as the players, um, 
man, this is a, this is a talented team. Um, you know, obviously you mentioned those two, those two guys, uh, and I got a lot of respect for them. And then, and then they got good players all across the defensive line, uh, headlined by, by Bosa and Armstead. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're corners, you know, they got the guy from uh, Kansas city that I thought that I thought was a really good player there last year, as we were watching guys that were free agents, um, the safeties in the, it can really cause, cause havoc in there. Um, and then not to mention the, the offensive line that they have, um, you know, and the skill players that they have, they have unique skill players uh, with Debo and, and, and McCaffrey and uh, Kittle. Um, I really liked Brandon Ayuk coming out of Arizona state. I remember thinking very highly of him. And you can tell uh, Kyle does a good job of really coaching the details to the wide receivers. You know, you see him running good routes, um, really detailed routes. Um, so again, just going back to the, their coaches and, and how good they are. But uh, you know, a lot of good playmakers on this football team, right? A lot of good playmakers on this football team, offensively and defensively. And it's no no surprise that they've won all these games in a row. They got they got good coaches. They got good players. Um, and so. You know, we're going to have to have a plan uh, for, uh, and obviously that's what we're working on now to make sure that they're good players, uh, you know, you know, don't wreck, wreck game. You know, that's what you always, you always you look at the, the, Hey, here's their really good players. How do we make sure this guy doesn't wreck the game? And um, you know, but we got good players too. And we're excited about the matchups that we're going to, I think you're going to see a lot of really good matchups in this game of really good on good Um you know, there's a lot of good on good out there that's going to be happening in this game. And so, um, you know, it'll, it, you know, that and that's what the NFC championship game should be. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be good on good and it's going to it's going to be tight. And so, again, we got to put our guys in the best spots to be able to make plays and, and make sure we're containing uh, some of those guys I just mentioned. Go ahead, Martin, then Rube. Hey, Nick. Um I noticed like yes the other day you made a reference to Jalen and Michael Jordan and everything. And I was wondering if that was something you might have noticed about Jalen, you know, when you were scouting him while you were in Indy, he was coming out of college. And and also um if you might have talked to Matt Campbell about the uh 2019 game between Oklahoma and Iowa State, in which uh Jalen and Brock Purdy kind of went head to head. Jalen won that one, right? 42-41. I remember watching that game. Yeah, missed yeah. two-point um, conversion or something. You know, Matt and I may be good friends, um, and we and we are good friends, um, but every game that Brock Purdy plays well in, I think that's good for recruiting classes at Iowa State. So he's not sharing. I'm not asking him because I'm not sure I'm going to get the – great info from him or I'm going to get all the info from him because when you know if 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 the Eagles play good how does that help Iowa State it doesn't but if the if Purdy plays good it, it's going to help him but uh and so you know obviously again I'm teasing there but going back you know that that game I do remember watching that game and then both quarterbacks really played played well Martin your first part of that question um it was it was mostly about like you know your Michael Jordan reference the other day if that was something you noticed in Jalen when you were looking at him coming out of college and when and when he yeah, finally he just, became that yeah you know when you when you compare some something like that you're you're thinking about right I mean Michael Jordan's the best basketball player of all time and I get arguments back and forth uh, with our yeah. players I think. You know, I, in my opinion, right? Because my height of watching basketball, I'm not, I'm not trying to start a debate here or anything like that, but in my opinion, my height of watching basketball and who I always wanted to be as a kid growing up was Michael Jordan. And so, like, I don't think I'm going to get many arguments that he's the best basketball player of all time. Um, but the, the, the things that, you know, Michael Jordan, you were able to see a lot of things about him in – in that the the last dance thing about his competitiveness and about his just desire and will to win. And so when you make that comparison, you, you think like again, when you guys ask me about Jalen, the first thing I you as good as he's played this year, right? As as well as he's run run the football, as well as he's thrown the football, reading defenses, accurate throws, as well as he's done all that, that what you notice first about him is his will to win his competitive drive. And so that comparison is kind of in that aspect of it. Like, 
yeah, you, again, am I, was I around Michael Jordan? No, but I was able to watch from afar um, when I was a kid. But then also you're able to watch these documentaries and you see that common denominator of those things. The first thing he asked me about Jalen, I always talk about is, is all those things, all the intangibles that he has. And so that's where that, you know, it was, that's where that's coming from is just that will to win. Like it's, it's at a different level. He had that, he had that big chain on it. What did it say? A breed of one. He's a breed of one. Like, like that's who he is. Like he's unlike anybody I've been around just with how much he loves this game, how much the winning drives him, how much getting better every day drives him how much, you know, leading drives him. Like he's special. He is a special dude. And that's, you know, that's where that, that's where really I was coming from with that in the sense of like, man, these guys are, they're built different. They're built different as far as how they go about their business and, and how they go about, you know, prepping for games and, and compete in games and steady during games. Um, You know, that's, so that's what I was, that was what I was speaking of there, Martin. We have time for two more, so we'll go to Rube and then Josh. Hey, Nick. Uh, I-, I wanted to ask you about Tracy Rocker. Uh, we've talked a lot about the uh, the D-line and, and their production. Uh, he doesn't say a lot to us. Uh, what's he like? Uh, how, does, how does he resonate with the players? And, uh, you know, what have you seen from him? Yeah, uh, I think Coach Rocker is a great coach. Um, you know, he, he – uh, he's very detailed in what he does. He gets the guys, the guys trust him. Uh, the guys like playing for him. Um, you know, I, I, the other day, I, last week, I, I couldn't sleep. Um, obviously just thinking about what I'm going to say to the team, this and that. Right. And I'm like, I woke up at like two 30 in the morning. And I just couldn't go back to sleep. So I go in and I'm in the office at four o'clock. Um, I'm like, what else am I going to do? I'm just laying here in bed. I mean, I got, I can watch some tape on the giants. And I'm, I'm pulling in at four o'clock and walking in right before me was coach rocker. And I'm like, I'm a little embarrassed coach rocker shoot. And then, so I was, I was like, man, you know, it was going in at four o'clock as coach rocker. And then, and everybody was like, yeah, he always does that. That's when he goes in. And so he, he, you know, he love he grinds, he's doing everything he can do to put these guys in positions to help them, um, you know, to help them make plays. And so, you know, and then, with coach, you know, him being a, the former player that he was, he'd been, you know, and he'd been in those, you know, been in those scenarios, been in these, these big games, he, you know, he can, he can relate to these guys uh, in different ways as well. And so I just always, uh, you know, I, I got a lot of respect for him and, and all the things that he's done and I'm happy he's on our staff. You ever seen his hands, Rube? Yeah. You ever, you ever seen his hands, Rube? I have seen his hands. They're jacked up beyond belief. Like you can tell how good of it. I think that's how you d- determine how, and then Sweaty's hands are like that too. Like you determine how good a D lineman was by how jacked up their hands were. So if I didn't get to see him play in the eighties, but judging by his hands, he, he was a monster over there at Auburn. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Nick, I was wondering, given how much you guys uh, stress and rep uh, ball security on the uh, contrast side of that, um, how much is of messaging is, is taught or, or is it just natural in regards to uh, yards after the catch, especially with two guys like A.J. Brown and Dallas Goddard and specifically on, on uh, Goddard, just uh, building on that question, how naturally is it uh, for him with the, the sp- stiff arms uh, specifically? Yeah, that that's something you try to teach them where to have the ball, right? What arm to have the ball in so they can utilize that stiff arm. So there's a lot of technique and fundamentals to it. Um, and we try to put it in their minds, you know, in practice, like, Hey, you catch, you catch the ball, right. You tuck and get it to the proper uh, fundamentals of how we teach you to, to hold it. And then you burst for three, for three lines. So when I say three lines, that's 15 yards, right. You burst for three lines to get in that habit of, of finishing every play. And it's something actually, you know, I tell you, I like to watch documentaries of all type. And, and there was a Larry Fitzgerald documentary, um, a football life, I think. And basically uh, my, one of my old bosses, Todd Haley was, was said to him, he's like, what, Hey, 
why don't you kind of be like in the documentaries? Like, why don't you be like Anquan Bolden and just become this bull uh, when you get the ball in your hands? Right. And so, how, and so our point, we show that every time we talk about finishing um, because Larry, Larry said, I took that personal and I started finishing in practice and I started finishing in games. And so the art of finishing, we definitely preach and we talk about now a lot of the yards after catch, like are sometimes you're going to get yards after catch, because of the scheme, right? And there's sometimes it doesn't, the scheme doesn't allow for as much. And then you, but you got to also understand in yards after catch, a lot of that is innate ability. Um, like if you went back and looked at Mount Union in 2003, you saw a lot of uh, number 25 wide receiver catching the ball and then stepping out of bounds. I had no innate ability to create any yards after catch this innate ability is, is a big part of it, right. Of feeling where to go with the ball, being, you know, having the ball protected, being able to make the guy miss like Devonte has an innate ability with the ball in his hands. You know, when we, you know, he's, he's made some really good plays with the ball in his hands and we got these guys, right. You, you mentioned AJ, you mentioned Dallas, those two guys, they do it differently, right. Devonte has this punt returner, ability to him a feeling instinctual where the lanes are uh aj and Devonte have this or pardon me aj and dallas have this bull mentality of like come tackle me you know like i'm a big running back come tackle me if you dare and so um you know that uh yeah it yards after catch is is talked a lot about um because you know what 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 better way for a quarterback than to throw the ball five yards and then let a receiver get 15 more yards off of that that's a nice feeling as a quarterback it's talked a lot about um you obviously are always trying to teach the fundamentals and detail of it and but there's a lot of the uh, innate ability of the player as well all right thanks for your time coach all right there he was there he was nick siriani marks and resell 94 wip hd1 philadelphia we are broadcasting live from Chickies and Pete's. It's Victory Monday here at Chickies in South Philly. Join us for the Brandon Graham Show tonight and the Eagles pep rally with alumni and cheerleaders. All here tonight, Players Lounge. Jordan Mylotta's in the lounge with you tonight, Ike. That's what I heard. That's what I saw. Okay. It's all the same thing. Becoming a regular in the uh, lounge. Well, I mean, he loves the lounge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's um, – He's, I love when he's on. He's great. He has a way about him. As does Nick Sirianni, Ike Reese, who we just heard from. Um, he was asked about the Michael Jordan comment with Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. and he went a little deeper into that, and he said that he's never been around the guy that's like the way he is, just with how he prepares, how focused he is, um, with everything outside of the football field. Um, just with him, he just said he's like, I've never been around a guy quite like that. And I mean, talk about high praise. And they said how he, Jordan's the best, not LeBron Jack. And you were putting drops on the air because he said that. <laughs> he did the L. I mean, come on. I mean, especially, you know, I thought it was a little bit rude. LeBron over the weekend praising Jalen Yeah, how about Twitter. that? Yeah. You know, meanwhile, oh, he's thirsty. No, no, no. Oh, now you it's thirst. Know, oh, now it's thirst. That's, you Look know that's me. all it is. He's trying to jump on the bandwagon. He's a freaking Cowboy fan slash Rams fan slash this fan Browns, slash man. that Browns, man. Yeah. Yeah, come on, man. You know what that was all about. Meanwhile, your superstar point guard tweeted about Christian McCaffrey, James Harden. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Yeah, just, what was that about? Well, he's he's a loser. To, he, he's not used to being in a football town. He doesn't really know. He didn't realize what that, yeah, what I don't that really, was going to cause. I don't cause. really think he realizes that. You know who does know? <laughs> Bryce Harper, who, who, the, uh, who did the uh, intro to Fox, yeah, yeah. which was awesome. Yeah. Which I was not expecting. It's like Bryce said, like, wow, I got chills watching it. It was mm-hmm. awesome. He did a really good job with it. So it's like the Cowboy stuff never happened with him. It's like that's – like that's boom. Well, he hasn't been a Cowboy fan since he's been here. So exactly. I don't, can't complain about what somebody was prior to them being here. No, I know. I, lo- I just love it. I mean, he yeah. really did a great job with it. Um, but, yeah, so it, it was um, – Sirianni was interesting there. He, um, he talked about how he was – he couldn't sleep because he was thinking about what he was going to say to the guys. So he just went into the office uh, because he couldn't sleep. He's like, what am I going to do laying in bed? And that's where he said he saw that uh, Coach Rocker um, was walking in before him. And this is like right around 4 o'clock in the morning. He's like, you come here every day at 4 o'clock? And he's like, yep. Um, 
but it just kind of takes you into into the mindset of Nick Sirianni. I know, did he do the? Was this supposed to be today? Like, I, I, well, he was telling a story from from last week. He was, I guess, he was trying to he was trying to think. I guess, like, he does a, a team meeting. He uses a piece of audio a lot, or use videos mm-hmm. and things like that. So, I, like he said, I was tr- I was trying to figure out what I'm going to say to the guys. I'm thinking he was saying that regarding what he says on Friday nights and yeah, and it seemed whatever. like last week. Yeah, yeah, it was last last week. week. Okay, yeah, it was last week. But I guess he had he had the eight mile. Um, I read it. I think I read. Yeah, it he rolled that out Saturday, uh, Friday night. Friday night. All right. Well, it, it, it worked because they looked great on. on Saturday. Yeah, it's always great when you win. <laughs> yeah. But but these motivational videos are shown to every team every Saturday night. It's a football thing. Right. Yeah. No, I know. I know. It, um, but it's great when you win. When you don't, nobody cares about the motivational video. I would agree. <laughs> It's not like he didn't show one in the three losses, too. I'm pretty sure he showed a Rocky video somewhere. It did, and it didn't help Gardner Minshew. No. Yeah. Did it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, was, uh, I saw that, that just quickly before we go back to the phones, Andy Reid had said about Pat Mahomes' uh, his ankle that, it, I mean, he, I, I would, I'd be shocked if he didn't play. But a high ankle sprain isn't just a one-week injury. It's normally two, three, four weeks. He said Pat Mahomes is doing okay. His mindset is he'll play. But that is um, him being taped up like that without a lot of mobility is um, that, that, that's, he's probably going to play. I just don't know how effective he's going to be. Mm-hmm. So that came out a couple. I don't of know times. how much it would matter. I'm yeah. sure it would matter some. With the way the Bengals are playing, I agree. I'm sure, it would just, matter some, but you know, they're going up against a very difficult opponent. It's beating them three times with Pat Mahomes already. Yeah, yeah. Bengals are rolling right now. All right, OG Wade is checking in. Hi, Grace. OG Wade, how are you, buddy? What's going on? What's up, fellas? How we doing today? OG Wade. OG. Hey, man, it's a glorious day, man. Um, you know, I'm not, y'all know me. I'm not one to brag, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, uh, again, the OG was right. You know, I gave everybody the elements of winning. Offensive line, D-line, running game, no turnovers. We'll win the game, right? That's what I said. And I said, I also gave you the points. I said, we're going to score a minimum of 34 points. I said, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, Duke was going to do what he needed to do to win the game. That being said, I'm not, I wasn't impressed with, uh, with the game because the game turned out the way that I envisioned it. Turned point that the Eagles haven't played nobody, so we got to see that. Do so you know that San Francisco has played 14 of their 17 games and teams was losing records. Fourteen of their games was was teams with bad records. Mm-hmm. They played Miami, and they played Kansas City, and San, and the Chargers. That's it. Okay, so don't say the Eagles got to prove something to them. We we played six teams that made the playoff. Okay, and beat them. So I don't want to hear about that. I, you know I'll what I think that is, with, OG? I agree with you. I'm going to cut you off and I'll let you finish. But you know what I think that is? I think that some people subconsciously said they need to have it proven to them. Mm-hmm. So there are certain My, people out there that feel a certain way about the Eagles, and they are the ones who will point to the records, the team opponents, and this and that and the other, because maybe they don't necessarily believe in the Eagles as much. Yeah. Um, Not that I'm I agree a, a, with that. I don't agree with any of that. I just think right. some people are sort of like you, you get to the NFC championship game. I don't care who you played that right. year. You're in the NFC championship game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And, and I'm going to say this here. I'm going to say this here. And I don't want to disrespect San Fran because, and I told you this when I seen you, Ike, mm-hmm. that would be better for us because we played them very well here last year. And it's yep. basically the same team. You know what I'm saying? Without, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is an is a, a add-on for them. But we base, we're playing – our offense is playing their defense, okay, which is, uh, um, you know, so basically sure. yep. I, we, we match up very well with them. And, I, and, and all this, who we going to play, Dallas or – it didn't matter to me because if I believe my team is the best in the – Oh, damn, OG. Man. Okay, we can, we can, we won't beat him. I don't, I cannot see the Duke. And I, and y'all been looking at this guy play and play and play. He don't lose games for us. If we lost the game with him at quarterback, I can guarantee you, I can show you where he wasn't the reason we lost some games. And and people can argue that he was. 
But he, you said go back to the Giants game. Even in that game, he still gave us a chance to win that game. So when you look at what we got and what we added, we took out Jalen Rigger and added A.J. Brown, and that was the difference maker of what Jalen has become. For you to say that he changed in the offseason, that would mean that you don't respect the game because it's not humanly possible for a player to get that much better in one damn offseason to the point that we didn't even think he was a franchise quarterback. We needed another quarterback. To come in now, you look at night and day, like what we was last year this time, and look at what Jalen is this year, bro, it's not that serious. I'm telling you, it's just about making plays. These guys are making plays. Last year, we oh, no, but Hold on, plays. OG. If you're trying to say he's the same player he was last year, we're not buying that. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. What I'm saying okay. is that when people talk about a, this huge jump he's made, Jalen Hurts did not make a huge jump. A lot of sure he did. Wait, why do you enough. take that as a negative? Why is that a negative? I'm not. But what I want I people to understand is the maceration of this game. Right. It's about do you going? He's got to go out and get and work on his game in the mm-hmm. offseason. That's a given. But when you look at the plays that he's running right now, they're mm-hmm. the same plays we ran last year. Jalen Rager was not making them Except freaking plays. Except he's got A.J. Brown and, and not Jalen Rager. Yeah. The yeah. They were yeah. passing the fence, stepping out of bounds. We but, ain't doing but it's that also, this year. But, but wait, right. it, it's, all, it's also, and, and appreciate it, man. What is, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, but it's also just a natural like progression of his game. Mm-hmm. He knows the offense. Another year of being comfortable right. with the offense. It's another year of the running backs and the receivers right. knowing when he's keeping it and knowing when he's not, right? right? There's overall a lot more chemistry, and he's gotten better as a player, and he's yeah. worked hard, and he's gotten better. I think Jalen it, – it, it, I, I, again, I don't understand how this is the negative. You want players to go out and work on their game certain areas that they can improve upon, whether you perceive it as a weakness or just an area they can improve upon. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. The greatest quarterback ever. You think he didn't work his ass off in the offseason for 20-plus years getting better? Working on things that he he wasn't as good at the year before? Like, these are traits that Jalen has that are positive traits. I know what Wade is trying to say. What he really is trying to say is that Jalen wasn't as bad as some people thought he was last year. He has players around him that are making plays this year as opposed to players last year who didn't make plays for him. I agree with that. I, I, but that reflects the entire offense. And obviously Jalen is a part of that at the quarterback position. But you can't tell me he hasn't improved on his accuracy, his decision-making, understanding the offense, more importantly, understanding what defenses are trying to do to you. His mechanics are better. He's not looking to run at the sight of a different color jersey in front of you. He trusts his eyes. He trusts his, 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 his knowledge of the offense and where the ball is supposed to go. And he throws it. Those are all areas that he deserves credit for improving upon don't take that away from him don't take that away from him give him his credit for working his ass off this offseason he didn't sit around saying are you kidding me if they just go out and give me some help then i can be the mvp of the league i'm good i'm good that's what aaron Rodgers says that's what he says i can be the mvp it just needs to be in the right situation right yeah he's he's most concerned about that yeah i'm just saying Jalen decided in the offseason he needed to get better as a player and we're better for it as a team. And he's probably going to do the same and, thing and this know, year. And you know what Howie said? I need to go out and get him a more reliable weapon as well. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Having good players isn't, isn't a negative. I don't understand why people expect you to win with nothing. Like, oh, yeah, let me go show, show me how good you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, take a bunch of trash cans it, out there and let me see how good you are. It was odd. <laughs> how, like, I don't understand that. Like, it was odd how you would think, Eagles fans, we would want all the wide receivers they can get, right? Oh, we like, did when we didn't have any. No, we tried to get Larry Fitzgerald. We tried right? to get this player, that player, but that there was, player. There was a lot of people this offseason that were like, oh, you don't. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. You got Devontae. You don't need to go out and trade a first-round draft pick to get A.J. Brown. Right. Could you imagine? I mean, it's just the season is different. The season is different. It yeah. totally changed the dynamic of the offense. Just like it did for us in 2004. Yep. Nothing wrong with it. It allowed Devontae to naturally grow into the receiver that he is yes. this year, which is, by the way, a damn good receiver. I mean, as good or just a different type oh, yeah. of receiver. I mean, he's, he's yeah. the number one. Yeah. For sure. So you get two of them. Mm-hmm. Without that, yeah. So Howie. Goes out and he says, yeah, I'll trade a first-round draft pick. And that's the difference from between being a playoff team and being a championship-caliber team. Yeah. You don't beat the Pat Mahomes, the San Francisco's. The, you don't beat these teams without good players, man. When you, talk about, you, when you want to win a Super Bowl, you got to have those caliber of players to go out and win a championship. Yeah, and this, this is the week against the 49ers. This is where I need to see big A.J. Brown day. Yes. Big Devontae This is day. why you go get yes. those guys. You're when gonna you're going to need them. When you're going up against a defense like San Francisco, you say to yourself, you know what? Oh, we got the horses to go up against that caliber of defense. And when I face an offense that has weapons everywhere, whether it's Kansas City or Cincinnati, that's why you go out and get Bradbury, Hassan Reddick. C.J. Gardner-Johnson, because I got the defensive players, too, to go up against that type of offense. I feel more confident knowing I got the personnel. I understand the opponents are good, but I'm okay with what I got over here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a Giants fan, and I'm in the second round. I'm looking at the other team like, man, they got, they got nine pro bowlers over there. Man, where we at? <laughs> you got Daniel Jones and Saquon. That's it. And, uh, and who on defense? <laughs> the- uh, 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 Dexter, Dexter, Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. Dexter yeah. Lawrence. Yeah, 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 yeah. Milk carton, by and the way. Did he do anything? <laughs> no. And Saquon's a free agent, so is Daniel Jones. Right. And Daniel Jones, after the game, like, yeah, hey, listen, this is a business. Like, hold <laughs> on, what's going on? Did he not just say, yeah, of course, I'm going to, like, uh, it was oh. interesting. But, but if you look at it from their perspective, they knew they didn't have a chance in that game. Yeah, they, they really could have talked did. themselves into it. But when you got the horses that we have, we should feel confident going up yeah, in any game. In, in in hindsight, it's a huge talent disparity, yes. and it would have taken turnovers and sloppy play, sloppy play for yep. and then and then things get rolling, and then you freak out about mm-hmm. it. But it is. I mean, you talked about that secondary Reed Blankenship. You you didn't bring his <laughs> name up, Ike. Another great Howie addition, undrafted, flexing on the field yesterday. He was, yeah, yeah, he was. He was feeling himself. Yeah, yeah. He, he noticed him. <laughs> Jack, I might, I might break my not Get getting a jersey. Blankenship jersey. Ah! Yes. All right, no. 215-592-9494. But anytime I see him making a play or something, I'm like, all right. Because like, I know what, what deep backups look like before in this secondary or on this team. You notice them when they're chasing the other players into the end zones. They just gave up a play. Man, everything's wrong right well, he now. He was chasing somebody in the open field. Was he? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't want him in coverage. He's a no, thumper. No, 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 yeah, no, no, he's no. Not, he's, not, he's not as – T.J. McConnell. Yeah, strength isn't covering somebody man-to-man. No. Yeah. Let's not go over the top. T.J. McConnell. Yeah. Uh, who was your – who was Hauk? Tim Hauk. 215-592-9494. No, he's not Tim Hauk either. No. no. Coming up <laughs> through the eyes – Tim Hauk was a starter all year long. Of Merrill and Mike. Oh, yeah, had a, had a long career. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to relive the game through the eyes of Merrill and Mike. That's coming up next. How did it sound? Back to your phone calls, and uh, Donovan McNabb joins us at 4 o'clock Big today. five. Big five. His reaction to all of this mess. Closer to, ha- closer to having me in that guest house, I know that much. Yeah, we got to find out how many <laughs> how many people he can accommodate. In Arizona, yeah, yep. he's close, getting closer to that. All right, Donovan, we'll be, we'll be there in a few weeks. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. We're live at Chickies and Pete, South Philly. Hey, the NFL Conference Championships are this Sunday. And you can enjoy more thrills than a two-minute drill on FanDuel. Who came up with that line? In partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Now, it doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account because they're giving all customers a no-sweat, same-game parlay. 
Now, that means you'll get free bets back if your conference championship same-game parlay doesn't hit. Bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to which player will score a touchdown. Or, if you can't decide, you can ride with thousands of other fans and bet popular same-game parlays that are already made for you. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. And if you're new to FanDuel, make sure you sign up with promo code Ike to see for yourself why it's America's number one sportsbook. And if you already have FanDuel, then you can start building your no-sweat same-game parlay today. I really do like the FanDuel app. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Sometimes I have to I have to hear like some things about Jonathan Gannon like and it, I don't know if it's you guys it might be more uh, other people um, I, I won't say names Angelo right uh, but this guy is an unbelievable coordinator the the fact that he doesn't get respect from our radio station blows my mind it blows my mind this guy is an incredible coordinator <laughs> he said it our radio station that's right Nick it definitely is. Marks and Reese, we're back live from Chickies and Pete's at South Philly. The best in-game experience for Eagles championship game on Sundays at Chickies and Pete's. Find a location near you at chickiesandpete's.com. Uh, also, this, this segment is sponsored by Com- Comcast Business Complete Connectivity. So there you go. Um, we have Donovan coming up at, uh, at 4 o'clock. His thoughts on the game. Uh, we talked uh, you know, a lot about uh, the offense, the defense, the um, and really, like, it, it kind of, <laughs> I guess it kind of mirrored what everybody said about the team and what everybody's saying about the team and how they played until Jalen really got hurt. They're just well-rounded. And offensively, that was an excellent game. Defensively, that was an excellent game. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just they, they, have, they have a really good team. And, like, I guess, I guess as a fan, I wanted to feel like that they were playing their best football going into the playoffs. And how they played yesterday, and I know it was against the Giants, but they're rolling and they have that look to them. And it gives you a lot of confidence because San Francisco, like, I don't think San Francisco looked great yesterday, but, like, you know how they're going to beat you if you come here. So the Eagles are going to have to play a great game, but San Francisco is going to have to play maybe their best game of the year, Ike, if they're going to come here and they're going to beat the Eagles. And yeah, I, I just don't know if they have me? it in them. Who? The, the 49ers? The 49ers, no. Well, no, they don't have it in them. Well, that's good news for us. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Craig in D.C. Craig, how are you, buddy? What's up? Marks and Reese. Victory Monday. What's up, fellas? What's up, Craig? What's up, Craig? Hey, hey, Ike, you know what I need, brother? Pour me out a double shot, baby. Hook him up. He must have been drinking that Ike juice. Ike, man, let me tell you, bro. I, you know, I've been trying to get through. I know you guys are so busy, man. It, it's just crazy, man. Just just to hear you start this. Man, we've been missing that bad, bro. That victory, bro. Hey, Goosebumps down my spot, bro. I was, I was loving it, bro. Loving it. I figured I, mean, I had to bring it. I had to bring my A game today. Hey, I need two more of them, Ike. We're going to get one next week. And you mm-hmm. know, of course, that last one's going to be the, for all the marbles, baby. That's all we need. Two more. Mm-hmm. Two more, brother. Two more Victory <laughs> Mondays. Thanks, Craig. Appreciate it. We can do that. That was, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to say a 10 out of 10 because then, you know, like, but maybe a nine and a half out of 10 today. Nine out of 10. It's an excellent victory. Mm-hmm. All right, so the Eagles won. You heard it right here on 94 WIP. Here is, uh, through the sounds of Mike Quick and Merrill Reese, here it is. As Hurts takes the snap, he's back. He's looking. He is going deep, looking for Devontae Smith, who has it all the way down at the 35-yard line. You got the answer to the question, is there anything wrong with his shoulder? Nothing. Hurts looks. Hurts fires. Complete. He's got Dallas Goddard spinning across the goal line into the end zone. The Eagles score. Hurts screens it out on the far side to Devontae Smith. Across the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Devontae Smith. And the Eagles lead 14 to nothing. Jones takes it. 
He looks, he fires, it's intercepted, it's picked off, it's James Bradbury, the former Giant, and the Eagles are in Giants territory again. Oh my goodness, Jonathan Gannon right here makes the call of the night. I don't know if you can call it better. Gibb goes to Boston Scott, he pushes forward, he's in for the touchdown, the Giant killer has another one. Some of us thought this would be a close game. But so far, it has been total domination. Jones, he backpedals, he steps up, he looks, and he fires the football up in the air, out of bounds, incomplete. He was being chased by Hassan Reddick. They're all over Daniel Jones. He's going to have green in his sleep. Hurts his back. He's going to go with the draw. He's going to run. He's going to score! Jalen Hurts! He's healthy. That's the, the end half. of the first half with the score. The Eagles, 28. Yes, 28. The Giants, nothing. Hurts again. Gives it off to Gainwell. He is still running. Another 10 yards. <laughs> this time, hand off to Gainwell. He goes to the middle. He spins, and he is, I think he's got the first down. He does. That's just warning it. Daniel Jones, he rushes. He's hit. He fumbles the football, and the Giants recover. Josh Sweat. Sweaty. Jones calls for the football. He backpedals. Here comes the rush again. He pumps and he sacks. Brandon Graham has himself a quarterback. He gives it off to Gamewell, who runs up the middle. He's across the 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Kenneth Gamewell! And that's going to do it. Three, two, one. The Philadelphia Eagles have reached the NFC Championship game. Wow, there it was. Merrill Reese, Mike Quick, and you put it that way, one win away from the Super Bowl. And, man, is this, uh, this city going to be jumping this week. This is unbelievable. Our Twitter questions today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. If you're looking to get engaged, visit the home team with the best selection of diamond engagement rings to fit every budget. Visit marks-jewelers.com. Um, let's, let's go to Hardaway. In Philadelphia, Hardaway, go ahead. How are you? Well, what's going on, fellas? Marks and Reese, man. Uh, Long time listener, first time caller, and uh, just wanted to say thank you, man, for taking my call. This is awesome. <laughs> thank you, Hardaway. Oh, I appreciate you calling, brother. What's going on? Yo, I wanted to say too. I'm glad I didn't go after Chuck, man, because he was lit today. <laughs> he was. Yes. He was super lit, man. It was like if, if I had to go next, man, it would have been like coming after Buster Rhymes. But yo, uh, I just wanted to touch on one thing. Um, the amount of disrespect that we received from the media this year has been out of pocket, man. Um, and I just wanted to touch on two things. And my two things was both Michaels, Strahan and Irvin this weekend. I'm not sure if anybody picked up on it, but what I thought was disrespectful was they used the Rocky references and pretty much kind of used it in their favor. I know Michael Irvin was talking about, like, Ivan Drago. It was like... Uh, the Cowboys facing these guys, man. I just thought that was – and nobody really touched on that today. And I was just like, man, that was crazy for them to use the Rocky references like that. So <laughs> I, I saw, I that saw Strahan, Strahan pick the Giants. I didn't see any of the pregame show, but I saw that he had picked yeah, the Giants. Yeah, so it was something. the pregame show, but you also yeah. had to check out uh, Michael Irvin. He did something with, like, USA Today. Oh, yeah? And he did a reference with the Ivan Drago and, and Rocky, man. And I was just like, yo, that's completely ignorant. And I'm so glad that it both worked out, that they both lost this weekend. And uh, that's pretty much my point, guys. And, uh, yo, thank you for taking my call. Appreciate uh, it. No Hardaway. problem. No problem. I didn't, I didn't hear either guy. So we have Strahan right here. Go okay. ahead, Jack. That's Rocky got religious. beat by Apollo Creed. We can be Apollo Creed. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to ride with me, Mr. Mr. Jones. Yeah. Right, by three, baby. <laughs> Let's go, Giants. Whoa. There you go. He picked the Giants, but yeah, stop it for their team. I'm wondering why anybody would be surprised by that. Yeah, the surprise would have been if he picked the Eagles. Yeah, the hell, he's, he's, he's a giant legend. Tiki did the same thing, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, but some things aren't newsworthy. Is my is my only point. Right. And Strahan picking the Giants is one of them. Right. Let's go to Yoshi in Brewery Town. Yoshi, how are you? I'm doing great. What's up, John? Yoshi. What's up, Yoshi? Popping. Happy Monday. I can't do it like April victory. That's all I got. Oh, baby. Hey, 
Hey, man, I just want to sing a little song. I just want to call in, talk a little bit trash. Tell Bart Scott, Skip Bailey, they take a kiss my... Let me stop, because I ain't trying to cuss. Congratulations, boy. Hey, man, them boys went out there like he's seeking missiles on defense. Jalen was naming them. They sent back laughing at Diana Rossini because whoever told her that lie got to be cracking up. Send me to the touch my butt. That boy out there, man, Jalen looked like Jalen. Jalen looked like Jalen, and, and Saturday won't even the best of it because we went out there and played that little peewee league football team, got them out of the way. I, I heard the state of New York in five charges because them boys robbed them of the game plan. We took their pads, their playbook. Only thing we left with them was the jock straps. I mean, I love it. Oh, daggone. Oh, 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 daggone. What's his name? Got it over there, catching the one hand, taking it in, bouncing around like a ball, getting up in the end zone. Oh, oh, Nick over there doing his best Malibu's most wanted. Brad B. Red impression on the sideline. Shaking his head. I mean, boy, I was sitting back. I ain't where from. I don't drink, but I told my wife, I was like, go get me one of them big green fosters. Cause it's, get me the green one, the lager one, and I'm going to drink it. And I sipped it with a straw because I was feeling great. Yeah, I sipped it with a straw. I was chilling with my lady. Don't judge me. How does beer taste out of a straw, Yoshi? Hey, I don't know. It just went down, and I was feeling nice as a word. <laughs> it tastes the same way, boy. I can tell you And I'm so glad. John, I'm so glad you back with us, man. I'm back. I mean, that's the best thing. Man, you, hey, man, when I heard your voice, I got happy. I got happy. You did. I was disappointed. I mean, I, I love you, boy. You're back with me. I'm going on your page and like everything that ain't got All right. on it. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. So Yoshi, I, I went to. Uh, all right, man. Appreciate. It. I went to. Um, I went to. I took a drive to Wawa because uh, on this is after the game. This is midnight on on Saturday and the Sunday game's over. I have just enough time before I have to do the national show to where I could go to sleep for an hour or not go to sleep for an hour. I elected not to go to sleep for an hour because I I know what it feels like after you sleep an hour. You feel like crap and you wish you never did it. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drive to Wawa and get a couple energy drinks. It'll get me out of the house for a little bit. I wasn't in Wawa for more than five seconds. I got some guy yelling, yelling over at me. Yeah. Told you, Johnny Marks. They <laughs> start doing an Eagle channel. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm being attacked in Wawa. Just wanted two bangs in there. You know what I'm saying, Jack? Wegmans people hassle me in Wegmans. Wawa, they're ordering on the touch menu or yeah, waiting for called, their it's, We are an accountability, accountability. show. It's, it's yep. Accountable. Yep. yep, that's what we do. We hold everyone accountable. Yep. Yep, I took it. I said, hey, what do you want me to say? <laughs> i like, what do you want me to do? Well, did, oh, you, did you give an Eagles chant back? Yeah, I got in. Sure. Yeah, you gave him a deep E. I started doing it. Yeah, they, they, were, definitely, they were definitely coming from the game. <laughs> Because even if you're wearing your jersey, like say you go to your buddy's house or you just wear the jersey at home, mm -hmm. there's a certain way you look after being in an Eagles game and in a tailgate for 12, <laughs> 12 hours, hours or so. And now you've driven all the way back to Collegeville and you're ordering food before well, you go I'm home. I'm shocked you can still make it back to Collegeville. <laughs> Man. <laughs> the way they looked, I was shocked they made it back mm -hmm. too. I mean, geez. But, yeah, it was, um, it, was, it was fun. And then I was at the grocery store the next day on Sunday. And everybody still had their Eagles gear on, even though it wasn't a game day. And people are happy. People are ready to be. go. Man, man, it's a good time. With an NFC Championship game. Man, it's unbelievable. With a shot to go to the Super Bowl. With a, with a shot to go to the Super Bowl. And see, the favorite in the game. I, I, listen, you know me, man. Far, far be it for me to be the person to say, I told you so. But I told you so, man. You told me so. I, not you. I mean, everybody that's listening to us. The hundreds of thousands of people that are listening to us. That this season has to end with them in the Super Bowl. Now do we now we in, do we feel it now? I mean when I said it seven weeks ago, eight weeks ago, it was okay. It's a successful season. He's getting the playoffs. Already been a successful season. They just win a playoff game. Now, after beating Daniel Jones and the stinking Giants, you can't lose in the title game at home and then declare this a, a successful season. Yeah, nobody's gonna do that. No. No, no. no nobody's gonna do we that. We gotta finish the deal. Not even Elliot's going to do that tomorrow. No, we got to finish the deal. We got to finish the deal and at least be there. We got to at least be there. And, and I got I to gotta be honest with you. With the way they're playing right now and after watching Jalen 
Saturday night. Because, I, I mean, listen, last week I could sit up and say, hey, he's going to do this, he's going to do that. But I, I didn't know until you actually see him play. I'm not in practice. I'm not a doctor. I'm not examining him. Right. So I don't know how he feels and what he's going to look like. But after seeing him Saturday, I would have to imagine he's going to get stronger as we go along here over the next couple of weeks. So we're able to take care of business Sunday. Now you're looking at another week off that that, that shoulder can heal up. And then when he gets ready to play on Super Bowl Sunday, fingers crossed, you're talking about being at full strength. At full strength. And I don't care who we're playing. I don't care who we're playing. Whether it's Kansas City or Cincinnati, the most complete team in the NFL remaining is the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the most complete team. They have the quarterback that can make good decisions. They have the weapons on offense. And they have a defense with playmakers, whether you love the coordinator or not, they have playmakers all over the defense. So I'm ready to go up against the Chiefs offense, the 49ers offense, or the Bengals offense. Because we got the players on defense, and we got the players on offense where you can right. put the points up. So I feel it, and then it just becomes down to performing at your best in the Super Bowl. That, that's really what it boils down to. And so I, I just I, – you look where they are right now. Saturday is what I think a lot of us needed to see with our eyes. It's one thing to hope that everything's okay and Jalen's fine and the team can get back to playing the way they were prior to him getting injured. He's still not 100%. But there's something about him being out there on the field. And he played as if he wasn't being hampered by his shoulder. If you didn't know that about the shoulder injury, I don't think you would have known. That says a lot to me, yeah. man. That, yeah. that says a lot to me. So I think, we can, I think what we're getting today and what we saw yesterday is a fan base that now we can erase those three weeks yes. after that injury. Oh, for sure. Because now that's not the last thing we've seen. The last thing we've seen was a dominating performance by this Eagles football team. Yeah, no, I, I, Len from Swedesboro texted me, I forget, earlier in the show, and he said the, the weapons the Eagles have, it's not the old days where you didn't have these offensive weapons. Right. And, and I thought about it, and I said, you know what? They have championship weapons. Yes. If you look at this offense. They got better weapons than I ever played with on it's, offense. Dude, it, it's, they have <laughs> I mean, championship weapons. Yes. And it's, I, I don't know when that's ever been the case before, when you look at Goddard, I mean, from the top two wide receivers to Goddard, boom. I mean, you pro bowlers, they're, they're all pro bowlers. Mm -hmm. Miles Sanders, and then, but did you anytime touchdown Boston Scott? Of course I did. Jack, what did it pay you? Uh, it was like plus 340. It's almost yeah. free money. Uh, yeah, Fran FanDuel's the only one that hasn't figured this out yet. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. They have figured it out. You know what? I Because it went from plus 550 first game to plus 340. He's like a third string running back. Like, can we grow up with the odds? Very thirsty for FanDuel, frankly. What did you think? It, I didn't realize it was at 550. I wish I had gotten it at that well, point. That's because I tweeted out every, every Saturday, and they're like, well, damn it. Yeah, no, it's yeah. free money yeah, really. for you guys. Um, Kenny Gainwell had a real, I mean, a great second half. Very underrated game, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and I, I guess that's, it's good because he now you know you can use him. the first running back they've had run for more of 100 yards in a playoff game since Westbrook in 06. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's only, there's only a handful or however many in Eagles history that have done it, but, and I, the last one was a 30-some-yard touchdown towards the end of the game, but at least it gives you a different dynamic of another running back that can come out there. He, I, oh, yeah. I thought he was great, and the offensive nice line was great. It's a nice weapon out of the backfield. Yeah. Yep. That was a good win. All right, let's get Corey in here. Donovan McNabb's coming up here at 4 o'clock. Corey in Columbus. Corey, how are you, buddy? Man, I told y'all that boy out there looked like Michael Jordan. <laughs> like the coach there. Looking like Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Hey, man, listen. We told you, Johnny Boy. It's okay, man. We know sometimes you are brother. Sometimes, you know, you oh, get nervous. Oh, believe me, Corey, the we... amount of told you sowers that I've gotten through DM and email and everything, <laughs> and it's perfectly fine because you did but tell listen, me. But it's listen, but, fine. but, Johnny, you know what? No. You you might have to keep doubting us because whenever you doubt us, right. you fall like Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Giants, it's, like, it's like they listen to you. So I, I'm starting to think you might just need to so keep you, saying So you need n nervous Nelly anxiety-ridden <laughs> yeah. negative Johnny Marks. Yeah, that's what I can need. call him if you you're interested? Yeah, yeah, man. Listen, he can listen, be found. Know, the 49ers, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about them. Brock Purdy and all that. Debo, we Craig. You know what I'm saying? They got Debo, but we got Craig. You know, we gonna knock them out. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not afraid of these cats, especially, especially. I mean, I mean, the way the defense playing, Darius Slay, 
Yeah. Bradbury? Oh, my goodness. Man, I'm yeah. telling you, ain't Michael Jordan, man, <laughs> we going to steal the deal. Sirianni? Sirianni? Sirianni is – so, listen, I know this might sound kind of blasphemous. Sirianni, the, the best coach the Eagles had as, like, fitting the city's culture. You know what I'm saying? Like the personality, fits, yeah. Yeah, like, he fits the city, like – like this dude, I think I think obviously you got Andy, you got Doug. I think they're great coaches and all. But I, it's like Andy's all time great. Doug, I think is a great coach. But like Sirianni fits the team better than them dudes. I agree. And he, I and agree. He, and, you know, and Corey, we got to run. He's getting results. Yeah, it's a well coached team. Yeah, man. man they I mean, they, they respond to him, and and I think I think the emotion uh, that he has is uh, infectious, mm. and so. You almost need a guy like Jalen to be how he is so that it helps balance the team. You know, so even Nick Sirianni was praising Jalen today about his calm demeanor and how it's sort of needed, you know. It helps it, balance him. Yeah, man. it does. Yeah. It does. It just it All just right. does. So, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a working dynamic. Hey, Donovan McNabb's going to join us uh, coming up next. We're live at Chickies and Pete's in South Philly, and uh, that means tonight's Victory Monday here at Chickies. Uh, Brandon Graham Show, 6 o'clock. Eagles pep rally with alumni and cheerleaders. And then the uh, Players Lounge mm. with Ike Reese, uh, Elliott Short Park. It's going to be a festive night down here tonight. It's going to be crazy, so get in. Uh, and also, before Donovan McNabb, help your business thrive and stay connected with the Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution. One solution for wherever business takes you. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Restrictions apply. All right, Donovan's coming up next. Get his thoughts on everything. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, the official sports betting partner of the NHL. Just place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any NHL game. And if all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back and free bets up to $25. Just log into your account, download the app, and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into one-game parlay insurance promotion. Place a one-game parlay wager with four legs or more on any NHL game. And if only one leg misses, you'll receive up to 25 bucks back in free bets. Bet MGM. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.